welcome to episode 76 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. While I was recently performing volunteer duties for the Utah Division of Wildlife, I had the opportunity to sit and talk to a couple of the biologists and talk to them about the challenges they're facing this time of year. A lot of the things they're facing are things that they're, there's not much they can do about, and it, you just have to let it play out. They're having a lot of fawns die in one part of the state. It's going to be the same every year. This location gets a lot of deep snow and cold temperatures, and the deer just have a hard time adapting because of elevation, temperature, snow. All those factors go into just being harder on fawns than a lot of the other areas in the state. So they're dealing with that. And there's not much you can do there. You can't, you can't start feeding because when you bring in feed for these deer, you're not feeding enough of them to actually make a difference. You're bringing them together in groups, which causes the spread of disease. You're then creating a habit. Also, you're creating a public perception that they need to feed mule deer. So then they're gonna want you to start feeding every year. And it's just not a great option. Another one that uh, wildlife officials are facing are between 30 and 75 head of elk are trying to cross a freeway. And while I was talking to the, bio the biologist, asking him what options that they had before them, none of them were good or great options. And so they settled on the best or what they believe to be the best options. Working with private landowners, they are drawing elk um, over a mile or trying to draw elk a mile away from the freeway. And put them in a safer location, which would be a safer situation for everyone. And again, you're not going to draw all the elk. And so you're still going to have to face this situation. Uh, they've also reduced speed limits as well as put up a number of signs. I passed through an area in Pocatello where they had a similar situation. Handful of elk in Idaho made home near the freeway. And so they just put up a bunch of signs hoping people would stay safe and be aware of their circumstances. But these are the situations that uh, the public gets so upset about with wildlife officials. Um, they just want them to fix the situation and go away. Because if you can lock up cows and you can lock up horses, you should be able to lock up elk and tell elk not to go there. There was a funny story of a lady who called into a radio station and she was very upset that wildlife officials would put a deer crossing sign at a certain part of the road. They should have put it in a safer place so deer know where to cross instead of having them cross on the main road. Now, I don't know if that's true, but my experience has been with people that they often take this approach. I worked at an island in Alaska and people would step off the plane and ask me what the elevation was. And I would look down and say, you're currently one foot above the ocean. So I would have to guess it's one foot. And this is kind of that perception that people have about wildlife is if you're a biologist or a technician or in wildlife at all, then you have the ability to control the animals and know they're wild, they do what they want. So hopefully this system will work out for the elk as well as the biologists. Some of the other options are to trap and move. Trap and moving becomes very expensive, you know, for one thing, and 
you're not going to trap them all. So you're going to be trapping just a small portion of the animals because you're causing all this disturbance that the elk are going to move on. Maybe they'll move further down into the valley and create more problems. Maybe not. Some of those elk may have disease. And so if you think they potentially have disease, then you quarantine them, which costs even more. And then you're going to have to run a bunch of drug or a bunch of blood work on them. And that's going to cost even more. And then if you determine that they do have a disease, then you got to euthanize them. And so there's just a whole cascade of things that happen. So people want to trap and move them, and that's not a very great option. Some people are saying, well, just shoot them. And that's not a very good option either. It's, that shouldn't be the answer to every wildlife situation is just to shoot the animal. Wildlife have an option or an opportunity to live, and we should let them be and work with it. So people are saying, well, let's throw up a fence. Well, as we've discussed before, throwing up a fence, blocking the freeway isn't a great option because now you're cutting off some of their migratory paths and that could have detrimental effects uh, for future generations. Who knows how many populations that we have destroyed or ruined in different wildlife situations by throwing up freeways and fences and blocking all their routes and affecting them. Wildlife situations are always challenging this time of year. It's always difficult to make. You're always overworked and understaffed. But I wish them the best of luck. All right, you guys. Have a great day. Stay wild.